0: Welcome to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighborhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast.
1: So now I'm going to continue our family service. And we're going to go on Maddie's search for Christmas. So the very first portion is going to be a video. And then we're going to return live with Maddie. So let's take, uh, let's take a look at what Maddie has discovered about Christmas.
2: Christmas so special. This year I must find out what makes Christmas a holiday. Maybe Uncle Ethan will know what Christmas is all about. I hope Uncle Ethan will know what Christmas is about and not tell too many jokes today.
3: What? Oh, hey, Maddie, What's up? Come on in. I'm just beating somebody in this bit of game. Oh, get good, bro. You suck at Fortnite. Ha! I'm awesome. Oh, so I heard you're looking to find out what Christmas is really all about. Let Uncle even tell you a few things. Christmas is all about stuff. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Everything you can get. Get you some video games. The Bible says the best thing there is is to receive. So this Christmas, I'm talking for a PS5. Talking about the next-gen video games. I just love Christmas because I get everything I want. I get a Bluetooth speaker. I get a brand new guitar. I got my games. I'm getting a new phone for Christmas this year. Look at this. I got some bowel heads. That store right there. I collect everything because Christmas is about stuff. Does that answer your question?
2: I don't think Uncle Ethan has Christmas quite figured out yet. Maybe Cousin Paige will know what Christmas is about.
4: the dog outside and then i'll i'll meet you upstairs or something okay come on in all right well you're just gonna sit there while i finish getting ready because you kind of just showed up anyway whatever so uh i heard about your quest for christmas or whatever you're doing uh it's about dang time you came to the expert of christmas (laughs) you know it is me and really christmas Maddie. It's all about the christmas parties and here's why you want to know why because here we go here we go so with christmas parties you get to like celebrate christmas as many times as you want right so you kind of just get to uh you know hang out with your friends and it's like christmas like for a week straight if you want like for example i have three christmas parties to go to this week alone so i get christmas three times this week and you know when it's Christmas parties, you get to pick who's there. So it's like really the ones you want to be with because I'd rather be with my friends. Uh, Cause our family is a little cuckoo, but whatever, whatever. And yeah, so like Christmas parties entail it all. The decorations, the gifts, the food, the fun, the laughs, the everything that's good about Christmas is Christmas parties. So you're ridiculous to think anything else is better or different. Because, realistically, Christmas parties, that's where it's at. And, you know, like you get to, like I said earlier, you get to pick who you want to be with. And, you know, that's just the way of Christmas. You want to hang out with people you care about. And sometimes the people you care about are people at work. They're people you hang out with on the weekends. They're people you hang out with after work. Like, they're the real people you want to be with. Because they're the ones who actually know you and are going to give you the gifts you want. Don't forget about that. And also, it's like, ugh, it's just such a fun time. (laughs) Because Christmas is about having fun and hanging out with your friends and partying. And, you know, because, you know, the family will all say something different. But let me tell you, it's me. I'm right. Now, I got to go, so you got to get out. I don't think Cousin Paige and...
2: Uncle Ethan have Christmas quite figured out yet? I wonder what Auntie Yasmin knows.
1: Oh, hey, Maddie. What do I think about Christmas? Hmm. That's a hard one for me. It's a wonderful time. I do know that. And it's fun and it's exciting. But to be honest, years ago, I didn't like it very much at all, actually. Um, I would be the Ba humbug of Christmas. So to say, I used to work in retail and I worked a lot. Come October, we were working pretty much every day as a manager and 12 hour days. And I'd come home and my feet were just throbbing. I was exhausted. And then the kids, of course, have Christmas concerts, or costumes I need to make, or Christmas parties to go to, or staff parties, which are all wonderful, Madison. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I was so tired, I could barely keep up, to be honest. Um, and then Christmas Day would come, and that day is the only day that I would have off. So that was exciting, because I had the day off, but I also had to work at 5 a.m. the next day in Boxing Day. So. Yes, it was fun. I was with my family, with my friends, and we celebrated Jesus and ate good food and all those fun things, but I was tired. I was really tired and and really exhausted. And it was really hard to see the meaning of Christmas when I was always consumed with consumers. People around me wanting things and getting things and unhappy customers and longer lines and all those types of things. It 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 was really hard. But, I don't want to discourage you Maddie, like, it's a beautiful time of the year and we're celebrating something so amazing and Jesus' birth is something to celebrate. But to be honest, I just really wish it could be a lot simpler.
5: Maddie, so good to see you. I haven't seen you for a long time. So glad you dropped over at Grandpa's. Well, have you asked anybody else from our family about Christmas?
2: Um, I've asked Cousin Paige, Uncle Ethan, and Auntie Yasmin.
5: Wow, and what did they say Christmas is about?
2: Well, they all had different opinions.
5: Different opinions in our family? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh. Well, do you want Grandpa to tell you a little bit about the real meaning of Christmas?
2: That would be great.
5: Okay, why don't you sit down and we'll just chat and talk about the real meaning of Christmas. You know what I think uh, we really have to do if we're going to understand the real meaning of Christmas, Maddie? We have to get a Bible and look into the Bible and see what it says about Christmas because Uh, This is a really, really special book, and if there's anything in your life you can't figure out, you don't know the answers to, I would always start right here and say, I wonder if the Bible says anything about this. So let's try to figure out what the Bible says about the real meaning of Christmas. So this is uh, a really exciting book. And the very first book in the Bible is called... Do you know what it's called?
2: Genesis.
5: Oh, yeah. Boy, you've got good parents. I can tell. And uh, the very first book of the Bible is Genesis. And the first two chapters of this book are really, really good. I mean, the first two chapters are so exciting. And then you get to chapter 3... And the story just turns kind of ugly. And there's a reason the story turns ugly. And the, just on chapter three, already two good chapters, and then chapter three, there's this snake. And there's a snake in the garden. And he's slimy, and he's sleazy, and he's tricky. And the two people that it, everything was so nice in those first two chapters, the two people uh, were Adam and Eve, but this slimy snake talked Adam and Eve into doing something that God didn't want them to do. And boy, did everything ever change when Adam and Eve didn't listen to God. And uh, you know what happened when they didn't listen to God? What? Everybody started fighting. It was like a war started. Adam and Eve's family started disagreeing with each other. Some of them even killed each other. Now Satan was fighting God all the time trying to get Adam and Eve to obey him instead of God, and God was fighting Satan and trying to protect everybody from him. So there's this war going on. And uh, Genesis 3, 14 and 15 says this, because God, you know what God did? God talked to that snake, sneaky, slimy, tricky snake. And this is what God said to the snake. He said, Because you've done this, cursed are you more than all the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you will go. Some people think that snakes had legs until then. And because they tricked Adam and Eve, their legs were taken off and they had to crawl around on their belly all the time. And all the days of your life you will eat dust. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. Do you know what God's talking about there? God is talking about Jesus. And you know what Jesus is going to do to this snake who is the devil? He's going to bruise him on the head. (laughs) He's going to crush him. And uh, Satan, of course, is going to fight back and isn't going to like that. So uh, we read in Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. So this verse in Genesis was said, and then 4,000 years later. (laughs) You ever had to wait a long time for a Christmas present? Mm, No. You ever had to wait a long time? Well, I tell you, the nation of Israel had to wait a long time for this present, 4,000 years. But when the right time came, just at the right time, God sent his son who was born from a woman and lived under the law. God did this so he could buy freedom for those who were under the law. God's purpose was to make us his children. So God sent his son. Do you know what Christmas is really about, Maddie?
2: God's son?
5: Christmas is about God sending his son to earth. My friend Simeon, he came to church earlier tonight and uh, I'm glad Simeon is here. Simeon is very, very old. You know what? Simeon was alive when Jesus was here on earth and I have listened to Simeon often and he tells me about the Christmas story and what happened and here's the first thing I want to tell you that's really the really, really, one of the really, really important things about Christmas. The first thing is that the Christmas story is about the Holy Spirit. The Christmas story is about the Holy Spirit. Now, some people listen to that and they say, oh, that doesn't sound right. I thought the Christmas story was about Jesus. But the truth is, uh, and we'll get to that in a little while, that Jesus is a big part of the Christmas story. But in Luke chapter 2, Uh, verse 25. I want to read you two verses here. Luke chapter 2, 25 and 26, and if you're at home tonight, today, I'd invite you to look at this. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. my wife, Pastor Donna, your grandma, she and I have been spending lots of time studying the Christmas story this year. And you know what I noticed that I had never noticed before? What? The Holy Spirit is everywhere in the Christmas story. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. Luke chapter 2, 25 and twenty six. I think I'm going to get you to read a verse now. Can you find Luke chapter one, Luke chapter one, and verse number fifteen? I think we're going to discover that the Holy Spirit is in this story some more. So Luke chapter one, verse fifteen. Have you got it there, Maddie? Verse
2: fifteen, Luke chapter one. Yep. Okay.
5: Go read it.
2: For all he shall be great in the sight of the lord and he shall drink neither wine nor strong drink he shall be filled with the holy ghost even from his mother's womb
5: wow mother's womb yeah so that's about john the baptist and you know who john the baptist was
2: Someone who baptized
5: a lot. Somebody who baptized a lot. And you know what else? He was Jesus' cousin. And what does it say there? He was going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm going to get you to read another verse in a minute, but I'm going to read verse 35 first. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. And what does your... uh, Your verse, oh, sorry, I think I read the verse you're supposed to read, so you can read it again in a minute, verse number 35. The angel answered and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. So the Holy Spirit was gonna come over Jesus' mom, Mary, and uh, so the Holy Spirit's everywhere. Now you read the verse I was supposed to let you read, and I read, so that wasn't very nice of me, was it? So you read verse 41 now. What? Read verse 41 of chapter 1 of Luke. You got
2: it? And it came to pass that when Elizabeth uh, heard the
5: And Elizabeth heard what? What verse are you on there, sweetie?
2: 41.
5: Okay, go again, and I'll help you.
2: And when it came to pass, that when Elizabeth heard the...
5: Heard the, what's that, should I come look at that word? Is that a big word? Yes. Okay, let's look at it together here. Where are we here? Verse number, heard the, wow, no wonder you can't say it. Salutation. (laughs) Heard the salutation. What happens after salutation?
2: Mary's baby leaped into her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost
5: yeah so elizabeth uh, mary shows up at elizabeth's house and uh, elizabeth is filled with the holy spirit and verse number 67 of luke chapter 1 says this luke chapter 1 and verse number 67 And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, so we got the whole... And Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, let's listen to this. And now the birth of Jesus Christ was as followed. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child with the Holy Spirit. And verse number 20 of Matthew chapter 1 when he would considered, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary to be your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So guess what I saw in the Christmas story, and this is really important. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. And you know what, why that's so important for us to know? Why? Because when the Holy Spirit is in a story, it means God is working. God is doing something. So the Christmas story is about God being at work and God doing something. So what's he doing? Second thing I want to talk about is the Christmas story is about Jesus coming to be our Savior. So find Luke chapter 2 and verse 30 and read that to us and hopefully it doesn't have any big words uh, like salutation in it we've got you in the King James Version, which probably wasn't our brightest decision. So, uh, Luke chapter 2 and verse number 30. What does it say?
2: For my eyes have seen your salvation.
5: My eyes have seen your salvation. So, Jesus came to be our Savior. Luke chapter 2 and verse number 11. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Luke chapter 1 and verse number 21. Sorry, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he shall save the people from their sins. And Luke chapter 2 and verse 35. Uh, and this is my friend Simeon talking to Mary. Mary. Jesus's mom and says, a sword will pierce even your own soul. So Jesus was born, but you know what my friend Simeon said to his mom?
2: What
5: This little baby you've got is going to be a great, great guy. He's the son of God, but a sword will pierce even his soul. Do you know what that's talking about? That's talking about the fact that Jesus was coming and he was going to die on a cross. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there when Jesus was on the cross. Do you know what the people did when Jesus was on the cross? They killed him. You know what else they did? They spit on him. Yuck. They nailed his hands to the cross. They even took a great big long sword and pierced it through his side. And water and blood came out. They really hurt him. And you know who was there watching all of that?
2: His mother.
5: His mother. His mom had to watch all that. But do you know why Jesus did all of that?
2: To save us from our sins.
5: To save us from our sins. Christmas story is about Jesus coming to be our Savior. And the third thing uh, I want to tell you, so we're talking about what the real meaning of Christmas is. Christmas story is about God bringing peace. God bringing peace. So as the worship band prepares to just minister to us again, can you find that verse in Isaiah that we were looking at, uh, where the bookmark is? Go to where the bookmark is, Isaiah chapter 9. And uh, Tila read this verse, too, at the start of the service, but it's really, really important. Uh, Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. Go for it. This has got some big words in it, too, but let's for, read it.
2: For to us a child is born, for to us a son is given and the government shall be up on his shoulders. He shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace.
5: What's he going to be called? Boy, that was good reading. Good reading, wasn't it? Everybody put in the comment section, well done, Maddie. That was really good reading. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, and he shall be called the Prince of Peace. Jesus came to bring us peace. What did I say happened in, in Genesis chapter 3? I said the first two chapters of this book are really, really good, really, really exciting stuff. And then that sneaky, slimy, tricky snake came in. And he tricked Adam and Eve into doing something God didn't want them to do. And war broke out. What happens in war? Do you know what happens in war, Maddie? Lots of people die in war. Because everybody's fighting. But Jesus came. This is the real meaning of Christmas. Jesus came so we could have peace. He's the Prince of Peace. He came to give us peace with God. And all we have to do, Maddie, is say, God... I've disobeyed you, I've failed you, I've done things I shouldn't have done. And it's caused me nothing but pain and regret and sorrow. But I come to you. This is why Jesus came for Christmas. I come to you and I give you all my regrets and all my rebellion and all my pain and all my bad decisions and all my self-centeredness. And I ask you to forgive me. And God comes. This is the real meaning of Christmas. God comes. The Prince of Peace comes. And war ends. War ends because we are at peace with God. And when we're at peace with God, it's a lot easier to be at peace with each other. So, Maddie, that's the real reason of Christmas, the real story. And you know what I need you to do? I need you to go talk to Cousin Ethan, no, Uncle Ethan, and Cousin Paige, and Auntie Asbin, and I want you to set them straight because I found it a little embarrassing that members of my family, our family, didn't know the real meaning of Christmas. So can you tell them for me?
2: Okay, I'll go do that right now.
5: You go do that right now. Thank you for joining us, Maddie. What a great, great visit we had
0: we are so thankful that you've listened in to the neighborhood church podcast if you have questions or comments about what you've heard we would love to hear from you go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us everything we do would not be possible without your generosity if you would like to give check out that same link in the podcast description If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.